Welcome in, everybody, to Face-to-Face Sports here at WEHC 90.7 FM. I'm your host, Jordan Dove, coming at you from the McLaughlin Center of the Arts on Emory & Henry's campus. As you all know, these, uh, these last few weeks we've been conducting some interviews, getting to know some of the coaches around here. Uh, today I have a very special guest. Uh, uh, me and this guest go back a few years. He was um, my coach in high school, coached me in cross-country and track, and uh, today he still holds that position. He's over at Abingdon High School uh, coaching cross-country and track. His name's Brent Sweeney. He coached the team last year to the Triple Crown, if you want to say, the cross-country title, the indoor track title, and the outdoor title, all with the distance team. He's coming in and talking to us now, so without further ado, welcome into Face to Face, Brent Sweeney. How you doing, sir? Hey, Jordan. Thanks a lot for doing this. I'm really uh, definitely excited to hear that you are uh, talking about uh, high school athletics on this uh, show, so I'm very honored that you would have uh, chosen to get me to come on and talk a little bit about our program. So, absolutely, you know, and you, you and I go back a ways. I think the first time I ever met you, Brett, it was I think it was my sophomore year, it was around 2015 ish, and you that's you, correct. Yeah, yeah. You, you came in, I guess, to help out. You weren't an official member, but I remember you came in around like indoor season. That's correct. So I actually came to Abingdon High School and did my student teaching starting in January of 2015. And so I just came in and I was helping out a little bit whenever I could. And it kind of became a little bit more uh, permanent there uh, as we went throughout that year. And uh, we had some very good uh, experiences back then for sure. But it's crazy how quickly that the last few years have gone by. It seems like I can remember uh, that first year I was at Abingdon like it was yesterday. So, I know, I, and I think about those days a lot. I learned so much from you know people like you and and Cumbo and uh, those those four years were were tough because I I was I was going all the seasons indoor season outdoor season then cross country mm-hmm. so it was very very you know challenging. But I learned so much from you guys. Let's uh, let's take it back a little bit um, for you, Brent. Talk to me about. I guess your childhood. <laughs> when did you when did you really start uh, getting interested in running, and when did you really get serious about running um, competitively? So, if you go way way back, I actually um, was never at all interested, or never had any intentions of running cross country or track. Um, I was doing every sport you can imagine when I was a little kid. I uh, played baseball and basketball and uh, soccer and. And as I went through uh, the two sports that really ended up being uh, my quote-unquote sports that I was going to pursue were basketball and soccer. So just out of the blue, um, I was at Target one uh, summer going into my freshman year of high school, and I was with my mom at Target, and we just out of the blue saw the cross-country coach at John Battle High School. Uh, Her name is Whitney Ball. And she was like, I think it'd be a great idea for you to come out for cross country. It'll get you in shape for basketball and uh, for soccer. And I know those are the sports you're really interested in. So this would be a really good idea for you to come out and get in shape. So, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, I understand. You know, I had no intentions of doing that, of course, at the time. And so I went home. I talked to my dad a little bit about it and, uh, he was like, I think that would be a good idea. Get yourself in shape and all that. So I was like, okay, I'll try it for just a little bit and see how it goes. So freshman year of high school, 
at John Battle. Um, I went out for cross country, and I was not a very good runner at all. Um, so I was literally just doing it to try to get in shape, and I slowly started getting a little bit more and more into it as the year went. Played basketball that year, uh, played soccer that year, did a little bit of track my freshman year, but nothing uh, super crazy with track because uh, I was definitely more into soccer. And then as I transitioned to like sophomore year, I actually uh, decided that I really wanted to start running and put a little bit more time into it. Um, I still continued to play basketball, and uh, and we actually had some very successful soccer teams whenever I was at John Battle. Um, so I, I continued to play uh, soccer. My sophomore year, actually, of high school in soccer, we played in the state semifinals, so that was a really cool experience. But I was doing track that year quite a bit more. And then transitioning on to junior year, senior year, I was pretty full force with uh, cross-country, indoor track, outdoor track. And uh, so I started taking uh, quite a bit more uh, interest in that and realized that I did have some potential in the sports. So um, I had some amazing uh, coaches uh, at John Battle, uh, Whitney and Dwayne Ball, Tim Johnson, uh, those people were so uh, instrumental in my early development as a runner. And I can truthfully say, now as I look back, um, if it wouldn't have been for a random uh, day at Target, uh, I would have probably never even been a runner at all. So it's funny how, how coincidences happen like that. And it definitely was one of those where it was the right timing and, and it, it was meant to be, I think, so that's how my story of running got started, uh, at least in my early days. So how much would you say, um, seeing the results, you know, improve, how much would you say, you know, seeing those things helped you to, uh, in your decision-making continuing to run? Oh, absolutely. So like I said, when I first started, I was, uh, my, my track coach in, in high school, Tim Johnson, and he's uh, a very close friend of mine now. He, uh, told me at one point uh, that I was one of the slowest uh, athletes he had ever seen, which is obviously not a very good uh, thing to hear. Uh, but he didn't tell me this till years down the road, of course. But uh, So when I first started, I was not a good runner. And sophomore year, I got a little better, so that was motivating. Junior year, I got a little better, which was motivating. And then by my senior year, I was really competing pretty well. So that definitely was a big motivating factor seeing that I continued to improve each year, and, and it was just a lot of fun to do that. So, What was your, were your fastest uh, 5K time? So in in, in, school, let's say in high school before college. Yeah, so high school I ran 1630. Um, I was not a uh, – I actually was not a very uh, proficient cross-country person. I was more of a middle-distance um, track person. Um, and I, unfortunately, my senior year of cross-country – I was finally starting to come along and was getting to where I really probably should have been, according to what I'd run for track. And at uh, one of the races, Bristol Cross, which unfortunately uh, has some roots and so forth, and I actually uh, rolled my ankle very badly. And uh, so that kind of derailed my senior cross-country season, even though I did get to finish it and uh, did okay, but definitely not uh, not what I probably should have run, according to what I ended up running uh, in the spring on the track. So, 
And what were what were some of the uh, the highest finishes you had in high school in cross country and track? Because I know you went to state. Yeah, so um, I, I was a all stater quite a few times in uh, high school uh, from cross country and track. And uh, actually, uh, the highest finish uh, my senior year um, in outdoor track in the thirty two hundred, which is uh, basically two miles. Uh, I, I won the state championship uh, for John Battle, which was really cool. And uh, I was actually only the second male athlete in John Battle's history to win an individual track state championship. Mm. And then my brother became the third uh, individual in John Battle's school history to win a track state championship. And he actually um, came through and broke every single record that I had from John Battle's uh, record book. So that was that was uh, sad, but also very cool. And, and my brother still holds all of the John Battle school records today and won 10 state championships. So he's a very, very accomplished athlete. So. Yeah. Shout out to Brad, a very, very yeah, accomplished yeah. runner. He, uh, obviously, he ended up going to the University of Tennessee and running, and I I raced against him only a few times. He was he was tough. <laughs> he was really yeah, tough. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> um, you let's see let's let's transition a little bit to college. Uh, you originally got offered uh, something to Clemson, and originally you found your way to King, correct? That's correct. So yeah, so I, I had a little bit of an unfortunate situation with the. Uh, with the whole Clemson um, ordeal, and uh, I thought that was the path that I was going to go, and and uh, it did not end up working out that way, unfortunately. Um, and looking back, maybe it was a blessing in disguise. I'm not sure, but um, so I basically ended up not um, having any scholarship money on the table from Division One schools, which is kind of every athlete's uh, objective, I guess, and. Um, I thought that um, I was going to have that money there, but we got to be so late after the Clemson situation um, that I ended up having to just uh, look around at the last minute. So the local school ended up being uh, where I chose. Uh, I went to school at King, uh, which uh, was a Division II school, and I thought that I was going to go in there and just be an amazing athlete uh, from the very beginning, not realizing that at that level of Division II athletics, a high-end program at that time with Division II athletics, that it was very, very competitive, and I was not going to be the hot shot that I thought I was going in. So I got humbled very quickly whenever I went to King, um, coming in state champion from the local high school, and, and I went in there and, and cross-country uh, my freshman year. Um, I was like the number five or number six runner. So that was very humbling for me. Uh, but obviously, uh, that program at the time was very, very solid. Um, in those years uh, that I was there, we qualified for the uh, Division II cross country national championships twice. Got to travel all over the country for cross country meets, which was just an amazing experience. That as I look back now, um, if I would have gone anywhere else, maybe I would not have had those really cool experiences. And, and getting to stay close to home and, and all of that, it ended up just being uh, definitely not what I expected whenever I was a senior in high school that that's where I would have ended up. But um, it ended up just being a great experience, and I am such a huge uh, advocate for, for that school and, and King Athletics overall. So I have very, very glowing th- things to say about my time there as, a, as an athlete for sure. The 
I, I've talked a few times on this show about the, the life of a student athlete is very, very challenging and difficult. Could you kind of give us an inf- uh, insight about your time at King? What was a, what was a typical week like for you during the cross-country season? Sure. So uh, cross-country season and track season, they, they were very similar. Um, obviously, as, as an athlete in my situation, uh, in typical distance runners, they're going to be uh, competing in cross-country in the fall and then in indoor track in the winter and then outdoor track in the spring. So we really don't have what you would think normally as an off-season. Uh, so we're pretty much going full force throughout the entire school year and then even in the summer. Uh, so a distance runner, there's not really much off time, uh, which is good for some things and not for others. But kind of a typical week throughout the academic year uh, for me uh, in college would have been we had uh, morning practice or morning lifts uh, typically at 6.15 a.m. And so I was up at 6 o'clock. I was literally rolling out and just walking down to where we would meet. And so that was 6.15. We had practice. Um, and then uh, we'd be done with that by 7.15, 7.30, run up, uh, get some breakfast really quick, get my stuff for class. Um, I typically had class from 8 a.m. until 3 p.m. So it was kind of like the same traditional uh, schedule that I would have had during high school uh, in terms of that. Uh, we had practice typically at 3.30. So as soon as I was done with class, uh, I would run and get my stuff for practice. Uh, we would have practice uh, from 3.30 to 5.30 or 6. And uh, then it was time to get back dinner and um, study stuff and do my schoolwork. And uh, I was usually, after being up that early, I was usually uh, in bed pretty early. So that would have been a typical weekday uh, as, a, as a college athlete at that level. And um, every weekend or every other weekend, uh, our entire Saturday would have been spent either at a cross-country meet or at a track meet. So uh, it was definitely a six days a week, uh, pretty busy schedule with not a lot of uh, free time. Uh, But uh, as I look back, those were some of the uh, best memories and uh, definitely would not be traded, even though at the time it was very, very busy and and uh, stressful, to say the least, but mm-hmm. definitely very enjoyable and rewarding. Awesome. And let's let's kind of transition again a bit here. When did you when did you really realize you wanted to coach one day in in cross country track? So I actually um, this kind of goes pretty far back. Uh, I didn't realize I wanted to coach cross country or track uh, at the time, but I actually um, when I was moving, uh, I had a uh, an old journal that everybody has, you know, like from uh, elementary school. And for whatever reason, my mom had kept it. And so I was just kind of scrolling through it whenever I was boxing stuff up to move. And I found from like fourth grade, it was um, what the, the topic was what you want to do when you're a grown up or whatever. And so on that journal topic in fourth grade, I wrote that I wanted to be a history teacher and a basketball coach. So at the time, I was a really big basketball guy and all that. And so just about that became true, even from fourth grade. I've taught history for all these years, and um, I'm coaching 
granted it's not basketball, but very, very similar. So I kind of had an idea, even though it seems crazy to now look back on that, as to what I wanted to do in fourth grade. And then I had a lot of really amazing educators uh, throughout my time uh, in middle school, elementary school, high school, whatever you want to say, who kind of led me in that direction. And my senior year, I think I really solidified what I wanted to do. Um, Actually, my high school principal was, uh, he was not only my principal, he taught my government class my senior year of high school. And uh, his name is Jeff Hawkins. He was the principal at John Battle. And uh, he was just a, a very... Uh, big reason and influence in terms of what I thought I wanted to do. Ultimately, my career objective is to be a school principal as well. So he uh, was very influential, and I I definitely uh, thank Mr. Hawkins tremendously for kind of solidifying that that's what I wanted to do. And then as I went to college, um, I got into the, the education program, and I just really even more so knew that that's what I wanted to do. And and obviously I was a big runner at that time. So um, I knew that that was the path that I was going to go. And uh, obviously the only question marks at the time were, where was it going to be? So, and uh, and so that was the question, where was it going to be? So how did the, the position at Abingdon high school come to be for you? So I actually uh, was placed at Abingdon high school to do my student teaching because um, my original thing was I was going to probably go to John Battle and do my student teaching, which obviously is where I went to school and, and the the dream of where you want to go and teach and coach and all that when you're 18 years old. But they would not allow um, you to do your student teaching at the school that you went to. So in the county, the closest one that I could go to was to Abingdon High School. So that's where they placed me. And at first I was like, oh, no, this is going to be very interesting and not exactly what I thought. Uh, But whenever I got to Abingdon and did my student teaching, it was an amazing experience. I loved uh, all of the athletes that I got to interact with, and and my student teaching experience was good. Mm -hmm. And so Abingdon was kind of, at that point, was where I really wanted to get back to. Uh, But the problem, once again, you got to be able to have an opening to get to that job that you want. And so it took me a little bit of time uh, to get back to Abingdon High School. Um, And so I definitely had to take a kind of a a windy path uh, to get back, but uh, it it was definitely worth it in the end. So, and let's let's talk a little bit about last season. I think a lot of people are are aware uh, now. I certainly am. Uh, The distance boys pretty much run um, won what we would call the triple crown cross country, indoor track, outdoor track. Before the season last year, did you kind of sense, you know, this was going to happen, that they had the capabilities to do that? So uh, just to backtrack just a second, I kind of had some idea. um, I've got a pretty good idea at this point as to what it takes to really succeed at this level and and at all the different coaching stops that I've I've had previous to Abingdon. I've seen good athletes, and I've kind of known what it takes. And, And I've seen this group coming through even when I was coaching uh, at Taswell High School or at PH up the road, I, I saw this group in middle school. So I kind of had an idea that, wow, this group has the potential. Um, would I have expected that we were going to be able to do what ended up happening? Uh, to be honest, no, because uh, that's like the perfect world of winning three state championships out of three in the same year. And uh, just a little bit of um, – information about how rare and how special to pull pull off the triple crown uh, is 
we were the first school west of Charlottesville in the VHSL uh, to ever do the trip, pull off the Triple Crown. Wow. And we were only the fifth school in VHSL history to do that. So uh, that just tells you what an amazing accomplishment that was for our athletes uh, to be able to do uh to win three state championships in the same year. So did I think we had a chance to do it? Yes. Uh, did I uh, think it would be by the wide margins that we won all three of them by? Most definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> and um, let's let's give a shout-out. Who were some of the uh, the individual uh, winners? Oh, yeah. So um, we this is a name that uh, Abingdon uh, cross-country and track uh, people would be very familiar with. And uh, – Anybody in the running community be very very familiar with um, Isaac Thiessen. Uh He won the cross country uh, individual state championship, um, and he has signed and he's uh, attending the University of Tennessee to run. And uh, we had second a second place finisher Dylan Phillips. Uh, he also uh, was an exceptional track athlete, and I'll mention that in just a second. But uh, he finished second at the cross-country state meet, and he is attending Gardner-Webb University, uh, and he's running. So we're super uh, proud of both of those boys. That was the two runners out of our seven cross-country kids that were seniors that we lost. And uh, then we had uh, a few other all-state, uh, a couple other all-state kids last year, Jack Bundy and Reeves Boltwood. Both of those kids are uh, back on our team again this year. And then we had a uh, freshman last year who just ran exceptional, uh, uh, Greg Poisson. He was our number five runner. Uh, and all, all, we've got five of our seven back, so obviously that's uh, a pretty bright pretty bright thing coming into our boys' uh, cross-country season for 2022. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's crazy for me, Brent, because when I was running, I was, there, I was in high school from 2013 and 2017. All those guys were in middle school. And, you know, so right. I, I still remember when they were – younger and everything like I still remember like people like Isaac like Isaac's first day and coming in and oh, you know Carl obviously whatever. yeah obviously Carl teasing him and the rest of us and you know so to see him you know and I I, I uh, talked with uh, Teddy a little bit too to see them grow and and to accomplish the things they've done I told them I said I wouldn't I wouldn't have wanted it for anyone else you know if I think it means a little bit more because I I know them uh, as right. opposed to if it was a couple years down the line and I kind of, you know, I didn't go to school with some of these guys. Right. And, um, I, so I've just been so, so, you know, happy for them because I know the hard work they put. They even told me, I mean, Teddy told me last summer, he's like, you know, we're coming for your four by eight record. Right. And I was like, I was <laughs> like, I was, I said, go out and do it, go out and do it, man. So I will mention just a couple of our track athletes too, uh, that were big, big influences on our, our, winning indoor and outdoor track obviously those uh cross-country kids that i just mentioned that were our top four or five runners in cross-country but uh you mentioned teddy uh teddy pillion was very important uh and we won two relay state championships the four by 800 teddy was an all-stater for us in the thousand indoors which was cool and the 800 outdoors we had a sprinter who broke the school record in the 100 and 200 outdoors xander brown he finished second in both the 100 and the 200 which for abbing them that's unheard of uh, to have a sprinter that finishes that high, and he also is competing in college, uh, so we're excited for him as well. But we just had so many uh, kids. We actually had um, like 15 all-state athletes between girls and boys wow. last year. We broke 20 school records last year in track between indoor and outdoor. So it was just completely unbelievable how successful 
our entire group was last year. And obviously we are um, very proud of that, but we've got to turn the page and, and we are definitely looking for really big things again this year for both, both our girls and boys groups. So, Absolutely. And, and uh, the summer practices, I guess, are done and you guys have begun the, the practices for this year? Yeah, so we actually did our, our summer stuff throughout uh, June and July, and it's been good. We would have uh, definitely liked to have a little more numbers out uh, to get started, but uh, we're hoping that our numbers are going to pick up here a little bit now that we're back in school, and we're we're full force ahead for cross-country, and uh, we are very, very excited for sure. Mm-hmm. Could you um, could you give people kind of a, a schedule as to, you know, or a yeah, I guess a schedule <laughs> for for this upcoming year. Where will they be uh, racing in case people want to uh, come out and see them and support them? Yeah, so we will be uh, around here in cross country a couple times. Uh, the big meets that we tend to uh, highlight uh, for around in local cross country would be the Bristol Cross Meet, which is uh, at Steel Creek Park, and then and that's in September, middle of September on a Saturday. And then we have another meet early October that's down at uh, Daniel Boone High School in Gray, Tennessee, uh, that we will be racing. So that's kind of our two local ones that we really will be putting a a pretty good emphasis on. And then, obviously, as we get into region and state, those are up the road. But locally, those are the two uh, cross-country meets that uh, we will definitely be attending and hopefully putting a good performance together. Mm Mm-hmm. Are there are there any schools that are you think are going to give you more competition than others? Yeah, we uh, definitely um, the region that we are in, uh, 3D is a very competitive region all the way through. Um, this year, we definitely are going to have to be uh, at our best if we want to be able to win the region championships, girls and boys, on both sides. Uh, Christiansburg is going to be very tough. Uh, girls and boys cross country uh, Christiansburg is going to be very tough in girls and boys track so we're going to have to be at our best if we want to be able to win the region which is obviously uh, just one step towards where we really want to be mm-hmm. and you were telling me before the show you're you're expecting a lot from the the girls team this year so um, kind of introduce them and and what are you expecting from them this year yeah, so the girls, um, unfortunately, we have had amazing, amazing girl athletes, but unfortunately for them, they've been a little bit in the shadow of the boys uh, the past couple of years with how much mm-hmm. success we've had. But uh, this year, we, we kind of knew last year. This year, we were going to be, the girls were going to be very, very tough, and we're really excited. We've got a good cross-country group of girls. We're going to be pretty tough. But uh, what we're obviously really looking forward to this year with our girls group is indoor and outdoor track. Uh, we have uh, a really good mixture of um, distance runners, sprinters, jumpers, throwers, uh, all across the board. So I think we're just going to have a very, very good group of girls track athletes who are going to have the potential to do something very, very special for our school. Brent, we have around, a, I guess, a few minutes left here on, on Face to Face. I just want to ask you one more thing. Um, as a coach, what would you say gives you the biggest gratification uh, coaching these these really tough and demanding uh, sports in cross country and track. I, I think the most rewarding thing is just seeing uh, whenever kids realize um, what hard work will do, and and obviously with anything in athletics, uh, the the real objective is not how fast are they going to run on the course or on the track. It's how is this going to relate to their life, and running. Cross country, track, 
is definitely very much so uh, indicative of life. And uh, putting in hard work is going to be very productive, uh, not only for cross-country, but for what they're going to do in their life. So whenever I see kids that are working hard and their times are improving, uh, that is very, very enjoyable for me to see that the hard work of these athletes is showing up and is showing in the times that they're running and distances that they're jumping and all that. And obviously the kids have bought into what we're doing, and the the transformation of our program over the last couple of years makes kids want to buy in even more. Our numbers this year are going to be unbelievable for, for track, which is exciting. Uh, but for me personally, I just enjoy seeing kids that are enjoying being with each other, and that's one of the best things about the group that we've had here lately is they really enjoy being with each other and that type of thing. So that's very enjoyable for me. And, uh, but yeah, just, uh, kids enjoying what they're doing and seeing continued progress is, is very, very, uh, gratifying to me as a coach. Coach, thank you so much for, for being on here today. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Jordan. I appreciate you doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Brent Sweeney is the head coach of uh, track and cross country over at Abingdon High School. This was Face-to-Face Sports. Uh, tune in next week. We'll, we'll be on the same time next Monday at 6.30. Bye now.